John Senna's Mandarin Chinese is an example of people who learn a language for a certain purpose and pull it off successfully. Hi, Steve Kaufman here. Um, today a bit of an unusual subject maybe. Uh, someone asked me, how well does John Senna speak Mandarin Chinese? So the title is John Senna speaking Mandarin Chinese, but I want to really talk about the importance of communicating when we learn a language and then the relative lack of importance of perfect pronunciation or even other imperfections in our use of a language that we learn in order to communicate. So someone asked me, and by the way, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notification. And if you're following me on a podcast service, please leave a comment or a review. So a friend said, what do you think of John Senna's Chinese? Well, to be honest, I don't didn't know who John Senna was, C-E-N-A. Turns out he's some kind of a pro wrestler. Uh, I'm not a big fan of professional wrestling, uh, but uh, whatever. He is a well-known personality. So I looked him up. So what do I think? He His Chinese is not what you would call phenomenal. His pronunciation is not very Chinese. However, it's very pleasing. He communicates. You have the feeling that he wants to communicate, that he likes the Chinese language. He likes communicating with his Chinese fans. Uh, there's something very positive. Now, I'm not a native speaker of Chinese, so I can't, I can't tell you how a Chinese person reacts. Maybe some of you who are Chinese can tell me your reaction to his Chinese, but to me, it comes across as quite positive. Um, and uh, so I, I thought of all these people that I know who communicate very effectively in a language that they speak imperfectly. Uh, we can start with uh, former Canadian Prime Minister Jean Chrétien, and he speaks with a, a pronounced French-Canadian accent, and even his usage is not always 100%, yet he was very effective, so effective communicating in English that he was Prime Minister of Canada for, I think, 10 years, and was very popular. Uh, you know, I, I, it's possible just as, you know, John Senna uses his Chinese, it's part of his shtick of connecting with his Chinese fans. I think to some extent, or some people suspected that Jean Chrétien affected his, you know, Quebecois accent on his English because it was part of his persona and he was a very successful politician, but they both communicate. Um, if you watch uh, Mark Zuckerberg speak Chinese, my impression is that he may in fact speak Chinese better than John Senna, I don't know. But uh, he's not tremendous either. But uh, you have the impression that he isn't really communicating so much as he's performing. Uh, his attitude is uh, speaking to his Chinese audience in Beijing. Oh, look at me, I can speak Chinese. Uh, I'm very clever, aren't I? kind of thing uh, so that the audience is kind of a prop. Uh, so at least that's the impression that's created with me. It may not be fair, but you know, I think the important thing in communicating is that genuine desire to communicate, to connect. And uh, as I've said many times, I, you know, I remember I had a Swiss banker who spoke English so well, but had a pronounced Swiss accent. Uh, all the different people that I've 
you know, done business with, who spoke, but who communicated and they didn't for a minute worry about their pronunciation or the odd little error in their language. And so that's where, you know, many of us, as we're learning a language, of course, we want to continue to improve. But whatever our level, whatever your level, whatever you are, you have to measure what you have achieved against what your objectives are. So if your objective, let's say in learning Japanese is to absolutely master the pronunciation to sound like uh, someone on national radio in Japan and you're going to work on your pitch accent, that's fine. I'm not critical of that. But to suggest that everyone learning Japanese should put the same amount of effort into mastering pitch accent is to my mind silly. I have never, I was blithely, for all the time I lived in Japan, I never even knew such a thing as pitch accent existed. I'm sure that in trying to imitate uh, Japanese as spoken by native speakers, and of course falling short, but nevertheless using that as a model, I would necessarily imitate some aspects of pitch accent. Similarly, in speaking Persian, which I'm told is a language that has pitch accent, if I try to imitate the way the native speakers speak, to some extent, I will imitate that pitch accent, but I'm not going to study it with the intention of acing it. Uh, it's just part of my acquisition of the language. And uh, there will be imperfections. Uh, as I've said before, there, I know we have a, a Russian person that works with us and uh, his, his article's use of the article is very haphazard, doesn't prevent him from being a very comfortable communicator in English. Um, you know, people make mistakes in gender, in French. I did my video uh, about the difficulties of French and uh, it's, it's important to be aware of some of these difficulties and work on some of them. I mean, we can work on, on getting the R right, but if we can't quite do the guttural R in French, 100% like the French, it doesn't prevent communication. Uh, I think it's worth working on the U sound, the famous go ooh and then try to say e and you'll get a ooh. It's worth working on it, but if you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. Uh, similarly with the, uh, the nasal sounds, I think they are worth working on, noticing them, trying to do as well as you can with the nasal sounds because it'll also help your comprehension. But when you speak and when you are genuinely communicating, communicating with someone, just communicate. So if I get back to John Senna and his Mandarin Chinese, he does communicate. I don't know, I haven't seen him discuss philosophy in Chinese, but those things that he does talk about, he communicates effectively. Uh, I don't know uh, how many tones he gets right. I think it's pretty haphazard, but he's happy doing it. And I think people listening to him, again, I can't speak for Chinese people, but I have the impression that Chinese people are happy uh, to see him speaking Chinese to the extent that he speaks it and he is communicating. So uh, I guess where I come to in all of this is John Senna's Mandarin Chinese is an example of people who learn a language for a certain purpose and pull it off successfully and obviously enjoy it. And really that's what language learning is all about. Enjoyment and of course communication or communicating with people, connecting with people. So. There you have it, a bit of a, you know, digression perhaps from the title, but just talking about the importance of communicating without worrying too much about
perfection. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.